Welcome to the Tim Hill Podcast. If you have the time, you can not only listen to the episodes, but you can also watch all the shows and you'll find the links in the description below. Thank you. Boom, I'm in the room. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Everyday Conversations Regarding Mental Health. Now, you're here because there's nothing on the telly. And I'm coming to you live from the old hill manor. Now, this evening, um, again, unfortunately, I don't have a guest. But what we're going to talk about tonight is we're going to look a little bit of what, what we hope to be covering for the rest of this year on the show. Now, you know it's all about mental health, mental well-being, taking the stigma out of mental well-being. That's what it's all about. It's all about giving people hope. We're going to cover the topics that we've already covered the last... um, the last couple of years. So we're going to be looking at stuff like um, veteran suicide, suicide in general. We're going to look at bereavement again. We're going to look at addictions, whatever sort of addictions they are, whether it's, um, what do you call it? Uh, Drug, alcohol, sex. We're going to cover it all. But we're going to try and do it in a really good way to give people hope. So, as of next week, the the show's going to move to a Wednesday. So I'm going to be back on next Wednesday, um, the normal time. Uh, we're going uh, again at 7 o'clock next Wednesday, not Thursday. I'll put some reminders out during the week just to let you know. Um, so, yeah, I've moved, uh, from the, the studio, uh, and I've moved into the library at the Hill Manor. Um, I thought it's a little bit more, um, upmarket, shall we say. <laughs> so what do you think to the new, um, the new, um, scene, <laughs> background, coming to the library? Thought I might, we might move into the uh, the dining room, or we might move into the to the sitting room, maybe next week. But for today, we'll we'll we've set up here in the library. So, mental health, mental well being, it's an important thing, and it's having an effect on lots and lots of people at the moment. The rate of suicide in veterans hasn't diminished. In fact, it's probably gone up. The amount of homeless veterans that are living on the streets is also going up. And it's all centred around their mental well-being. Back in the um, back in the tens, when we were heavily involved, or the back end of the, the noughties and the, and the tens, when we were heavily involved 
in Afghanistan and Iraq, particularly Afghanistan, because there was lots of war fighting going on. There was lots of uh, lots of guys getting into contacts. Years ago, it used to be special forces that were the guys that, that were the only guys that were getting involved in in that sort of um, gunfights and, and and that sort of action. Until we got to the lights of Afghanistan in, in the sort of the mid the mid noughties. Um, from sort of 2005 onwards, I guess, um, up until 2014 and a bit beyond, when when we sort of stopped warfighting activity and went on to a bit more peacekeeping. I mean, it was, the whole thing was peacekeeping anyway, but it was trying to stabilise the country. And um, we nearly got there with it. Unfortunately, it didn't quite happen. But from that, guys were seeing an awful lot of action. They were seeing, um, in the early days, I mean, I saw it myself in 2006, um, we got into firefights with the, the Taliban. And while it was dangerous, they weren't overly great shots. So we were able to take out more of them than they were taking out of us. 2007 going into 2008, they changed their operation, the way that they operate. They started pulling back from actual taking us on in firefights and they started planting IEDs all over the place. And that caused an awful lot more injuries than, uh, than the average gunshot wound. So guys were out on patrol and getting blown up. And that, that is traumatic, whichever way you look at it. If you're looking at it from, um, from somebody that's been blown up, it's very, very traumatic. But if you're involved in cleaning up afterwards, if you're involved in, in the Kazivac, uh, and it goes all the way back to, 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 back to Bastion and, and beyond, um, so you've got the Mert teams coming out picking up the pieces and you've got that golden hour to get them back so there's lots of people involved in that particular type of operation so lots of people are seeing this effectively what it is is trauma which has an effect on um or not just the, the, the injured person, but everybody around them. And particularly if you know the guys. I, I had an incident I worked with on my last tour. Um, I worked with a mate of mine that I'd been skiing with the previous year at the, the British Telemark Championships. Uh, and we, we, we skied on the same team. Um, unfortunately... I spent about a week and a half with him and his guys, training them up. And the, the the day I came out was a day I was going to go on a patrol with them, but because of trying to get lifted out in, in Afghanistan and, and moving around by helicopter was a nightmare, I had to leave. So I left. They went out on this patrol. 
uh, uh, him and his guys were blown up and killed. I found out a couple of days later. That really rocked me. Having spent the last week and a half with them, getting to know the guys and stuff like that, it, it, it shook me, and it, and it shook me for quite a few days. And that was there and then. And now I, I was at, um, where was I? I was at, um, I was at a show, one of these military type shows, and they had this wall of the fallen, uh, and I saw his name, uh, and it, it sent me over. I, I burst into tears. So it's that sort of thing affects people. It affected me, and it still does. I still think back on, on stuff that I've seen and stuff that I've done, and it still affects me to this day. Although I haven't got full-on PTSD, it's a it's a form of it, and that has an effect. So, and the way to deal with it is to talk about it. And it's okay to cry. It's okay to feel emotional about this stuff. And it's okay to get it out there. There are a lot of charities out there that can help. There's lots of mates out there that will help. There's lots of different groups. Occasionally, if you're feeling, if you're not feeling right in yourself, and you know you're not, and you think that there's something going on, go and have a chat with somebody. Go and have a chat with your doctor. Be careful when you see the doctor. Quite often, their first response is to uh, offer, um, what do they call them? Downers. <laughs> Not downers. Um, oh, I've forgotten the name of them now. Yeah. Medication. Their first response is medication. Now, this happened to me. The first thing, antidepressants, that's what he offered me. Um, I didn't want to go down that route. Knowing a bit about antidepressants, uh, they're not good. And you can get hooked on them. So I didn't fancy that. But he he, he, uh, referred us to, for for this area, it's a a team called iTalk. They're like uh, psychologists and stuff like that. So I went and saw them, and um, yeah, they were good at what they did, but because they didn't understand what what was going on with me from where I come from, what I'd seen and stuff like that, it wasn't overly helpful. And I felt a little bit restricted in, in, in what I could tell them because some of the stuff has been pretty horrific. Um. Well, I had a chat with a mate and that sorted it out. Um, I was still getting a bit emotional. <laughs> I put my hand up to that. I do get a little bit emotional occasionally. Um, but it's out there. It's in the open. I feel comfortable talking about it. Although I get emotional, it's okay. And it's okay to talk about it. And it's okay not to be okay. 
Now I'm trying to um, I'm trying to get people on the show to talk about their experiences. Um, there's there's something new came up. I've emailed some people, a veterans group, and hopefully I can get them on the show. Uh, and that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for for veterans. I'm looking for veterans groups that can come on the show and have a conversation about mental well-being and experiences. And if we can just help one person, we're getting halfway there, aren't we? One person at a time, that's all it takes. And if we can deter one person from taking their own life, then it's a success. But it takes a bit of effort. And like I've said before, talking about it, if if you've got time and you 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 notice in a in a mate that they're not particularly well, they're they're not themselves. If you've got the time, ask that question. Are you all right, mate? And if it's yeah, I'm fine. Now you really all right? And that's when they start to that opens the door a little bit from start talking. And once you get them talking, sometimes that's all it really needs. But make sure that you've got the time to be able to listen. Don't give them advice. Sometimes it's best just to listen. And empathise with them. More often than not, you've probably come through some of the same stuff that they have. And they just might be struggling a little bit more than you. Or if you are struggling, then find a mate that's been through similar stuff. And that's a good way of dealing with it. So if you want to come on and, have, and tell your story, then you're most welcome. And we can do that. We can get people in. We can do it online like this, which is probably the easiest way of doing it. I could... I'm working on maybe setting up the, the old uh, the Hill Manor where I can do live stuff or, or do interviews. But the easiest way of doing it is to do it online. Um, and if you've got a good setup, if you've got a good camera, something like a good iPhone, an iPhone works quite well, um, or a computer with a good camera, that also works very well. Uh, and a microphone, a good microphone always, always helps. And a good background. You want to like my background? <laughs> so if you want to come on the show, the details are down in the description how to get hold of me. Ping us an email, ping us a message, um, and please come on. I think that's all I've got to do at the moment. So we're going to be doing it. Uh, we're moving to a Wednesday. So Wednesday night seems to be a good night, hump day. To, to Thursdays aren't aren't quite work aren't quite working. So I've decided to move it back to a Wednesday. Wednesday seems to be a good evening. Uh, and we'll be going live at seven again as normal. 
So seven till whenever. And if you want to come and have a conversation, you is most welcome. So, don't forget, if, you, if you've got a mate that you don't think's right, you think he's, he's, he's not himself, have a chat with him. Make sure you've got the time to have a chat. Don't mug him off once he starts. That could be even worse for him. So until next Wednesday, um, please make a note in your diary. Wednesday, 7 o'clock, bang on for 20 minutes, half an hour. If you've got the time, come and have a chat. If you haven't, do it on a catch-up. If you're watching this on the catch-up, please put comments in. I'm going to flog myself to death with this stuff. <laughs> and it's nice to get a comment or a thumbs up now and then. So until next Wednesday, uh, thank you for being there. Thanks for watching. And I'll catch you um, next week. So until then, TTFN, ta-ta for now. Welcome to the Tim Hill Podcast. If you have the time, you can not only listen to the episodes, but you can also watch all the shows and you'll find the links in the description below. Thank you.